What's up, guys? Welcome to another great episode of Late Night Podcast with Bridget and Holly. I'm your host, Holly. And I'm your host, Bridget. And tonight, y'all, we're going to be talking about superstitions. Do you believe in them? What are your biggest superstitions if you do? You know, like, we got a bunch of crazy ones down. And also, we want to let you know before we get started, make sure if you've not already subscribed to our channel, Make sure you subscribe, hit that notification bell. We drop new podcasts every Tuesday, every Friday. And if you're on Spotify, you can also find us there. So we're going to let Bridget get started because she's got some facts and some info for us on superstitions. Right. And what it is basically, y'all, is superstitions is just basically old wives' tales, things that over the years has evolved and that somehow without internet, without computers, we've just all come to believe to be true. Okay. So I will start out saying that do you, it's first of all, Holly, do you believe in superstitions or are you kind of like, I believe in some and not the others? Like, what do you think? I'm more of, I believe in some and not the others Mm -hmm. because just some of them just kind of sound a little far fetched, but there are some that I will not go against the Holy grail or the Holy grain of it. Like I am through and through with certain superstitions. I will not break them whatsoever. What about you? Uh, I mean, I think they're cute, but I don't know that they hold any weight for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh no. wow. Yeah, I don't really think that they hold much weight. Like I think, oh, you know, I might, I might even say them. You know, we say there's some we say all the time, but it's not necessarily because I believe in them. It's just more because I think, oh, well, that's cute, or oh, it's just something you're in the habit of saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was gonna say probably just a habit of saying it. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna start out and tell you, okay, Groundhog Day. Do you really believe that the groundhog can predict the winter or the summer coming early? I, I don't know. It's like some years he does, and then some years when he predicts it, I'm like that son of a bitch lied. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's like I I think it's just honestly just luck when it comes to groundhogs. Day well, actually. Like, And where that started from was German culture. The German settlers had come over and arrived in in the U.S. and settled in Pennsylvania. That's why they picked that location. I never knew that. Mm -hmm. And they kind of watched animals observing and seeing when they went into hibernation and when they came out of hibernation. And they really was watching more like badgers, but they found that the groundhog was because it's harder to track a badger. So they found the groundhog was easier to track and keep note of. Um, and that found to be like the next best thing. So that's why that tradition started with the groundhog. Now I'm like you. Wow. I think that little fucker's off most of the time. I'm like, no. He really is. He yeah. really is. Or either they need a new groundhog. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think they're on like the third or fourth one. He's not the original one. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I was like, he's an old fuck. (laughs) His senses senses is off. We need a new groundhog. (laughs) But now I do think think all the groundhogs they used has been his descendants, the original one's descendants. Oh, okay. So it's Uh from that line. Uh Uh-huh. That line. Yep. Well, I think they're getting worse and worse over the years, so their bloodline is depleting quick. That's, yep. Yeah, I think so, too. So what's one of yours? Um, okay, so 
I'm going to tell you one that I don't believe in, but I did follow that. But not to a T. It was mostly walking, like if I was walking on the sidewalk. But the one that is step on a crack, you break your mama's back. Yeah. I, yeah. That I never really believed in, even though I would dodge cracks sometimes. But I'm like, really? Okay. How is stepping on a crack going to break your mom's back? Like, she's got to fall or something like that. But that's one that I didn't really believe in that I right. hear all the time. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, if I come to find out that was true, I'd be stepping on every damn one I could because I don't like my mom. <laughs> oh, my God. But, no, you'd be like, crack, 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 crack. But now, check this out. Some internet theories believe that that superstition actually had a racist beginning in the 19th century okay really? um, yeah. well they say that I, it's it's never went into great detail but they basically said whether it's sidewalks floors they used to do floors too they were actually connected to the earth and the spirit world and messing with them in any way would cause like trouble or or misfortune and so that that's what finally gave way to the nursery rhyme, step on a crack and break your mother's back. Oh, I didn't even know it was considered a nursery rhyme. I didn't either. I I, I didn't that's know that crazy. either. Yep. That's wow. crazy. Yep. That's Yep. Did not know that. Had no idea. Yep. Me either. Me either. Now, um, what about chain letters? Do you believe in chain letters? Girl, let me tell you. This this is my thought and my theory on chain letters. First of all, do not see me a chain letter. I will not open it. I will not open it. But if you open a chain letter, you better follow through with it. Yeah. Like if I don't open it, I'm good. But if I open it, I, I got to follow through with it I, or follow through with it because I, I'm I, I do believe in chain letters. I do. Do you know the first original chain letter was? hundreds of years ago and it was false of course it was found to be false but they said it was signed by jesus the very first chain letter mm -hmm. what did it say what it may have happened to having the letter it said it said that if you don't forward it it was like in the mid 1700s they said that if you don't forward it it'll bring bad luck and misfortune and somebody, whoever the author was, had signed it by Jesus, and everybody was swearing up down that it came from heaven. What? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. But that's how that started. Now, I remember there was a chain letter that went around years and years ago when I was working at a, I think it was a sock factory, and I was probably like 18 or 19. But everybody was saying, what you're supposed to do is send out 10 chain letters and put a dollar in it. And then if those 10 people said it, and you're supposed to put your name down at the bottom, and then every time you take one name off and put another name on the bottom, it's supposed to be 10 names. You're supposed to send out $10. And supposedly if everybody did it like they were supposed to do, you're supposed to have so much money. My dumb ass did the $10, sent it out. I never even got a fucking dollar back. So that's when I started saying, no, fuck them chain letters. I don't believe that. I'm trying to get $10. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, we should be rich by now if that's the case, you know? <laughs> that was some bullshit. It definitely was. Um, Here's one that I, that I strongly believe in, and it's when you're, they say it's your right palm, but for me, it can be my right or my left. 
mm-hmm. when your right palm is itching, it means money is coming. Mm-hmm. And I hands down, that is so true with me. And it can be either hand. I don't know why. It, it, I, I, I don't know, and I know it's a superstition, but why, how come every time it happens, I get some piece of money, you know, so I always get something. Right. Well, I need my palms to itch, okay, but I swear to God, if my palms, feet, ass, and everything itched, I still wouldn't run into the money. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to ask you, is there... Even though I know you say you don't really believe in superstitions, though, is there at least one, at least one that you believe in? I mean, like I said, I've 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 set them off. I've set them off from time to time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I hate to run through them and start saying them, but I've set them all at one point or another. But not really because I believe in them, just because it's like habit. Um, just like this, like, do you know that bless you when somebody sneezes and you say bless you? Do you know that's actually a superstition? Yes, because they say if you don't say bless you, you possibly could be letting the devil in. That's one of the ones on my list is I always say bless you. Yeah, so so I say it. So if somebody sneezes, I say bless you, but I think I do it more out of habit. Um, But it says it's a reflex. And they say that back in the day, old superstition was. That when you would sneeze, your soul would leave your body. Yeah. And that in order for somebody to say bless you, they would. That's how it put the soul back in your body. It was it was separating. And they said if you didn't say bless you, that was the way of the devil swooping in and stealing your soul. Yeah, that's exactly what I've heard when it that's comes crazy. to bless you. But no, I mean, even though I've said it, it's like. And see, I'm I'm kind of rebelish. You know what I'm saying? I'm kind of like. So now, you know, having known some of the history behind some of these, now if somebody sneezes now, I'm going to be like, mm, I ain't going to say bless you. I'm going to see what happens. I'm going to see if the devil uh, really going to get your soul. <laughs> yes. I mean, but that's kind of messed up, though, because, like, I mean, nobody don't say bless you when you fart. Can't the devil get in that way? Yeah, because it's still letting air. Well, yeah, when it, you fart, what is that? Is that your soul leaving your body too? <laughs> that's the depths of hell leaving your body. <laughs> Maybe they're like, no, nah, we're good on that one. God, if, if I got to bless you every time I farted that, that's all you hear all day. Bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you, bless you. Yeah, all day long. Yeah, I don't really believe in them. That's so funny. Um, do you believe that a rabbit's foot brings you good luck? No, I, I I had one as a little girl. I did have one, and my grandfather had brought it to me, and I loved it just because it was soft, and I liked rubbing on it. But, I mean, honestly, if it's a genuine rabbit's foot, think how morbid that is, carrying around a damn dead rabbit's foot. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that came from, like, Celtic folklore okay it was like the idea that they had like people had a direct line of communication with the gods just because they had a rabbit's foot really yes yep and so that's where that came from they said if you was carrying a rabbit's foot you had this direct link to the gods but do you know which i didn't know this that that in the 
like mid 80s early to mid 80s they quit doing genuine rabbit's feet and now they're just plastic molds with fur on them well that's good because I, yeah. I'm, I'm the same way like I had a rabbit's foot back in the day too when I was little mm-hmm. and it will make me cry because you know why are you gonna kill a rabbit to get its foot that how was that good luck yeah I know you kill you killing a bunny for their foot I know but That's you know, probably horrible. the one you had in the eighties. It was it a colored one, like dyed red or purple or green or something like that. Mine was white. Well, then it was probably a real rabbit's foot. <laughs> oh, no wonder I didn't like it. Oh my god! No, that's I'm like you. I just think that's cruel. I honestly think I that's too. cruel. I think that's so mean. Now, um, do you believe that a bird pooping on your shoulder is good luck? Well, huh? A bird pooping on Have you ever heard if a bird poops on you, it's good luck? No. Mm-hmm. Wait. Yeah, they say that it so rarely happens that it's actually considered a bless- blessing and it's a sign that wealth is headed your way. Well, damn. Let me go stand outside in the yard right now and get shitted on. I know. That's what I said. Hell, I've been chasing birds all my life going, shit on me, motherfucker. Right? Shit on Come me. on, bring and it, bring it. <laughs> But that well, actually yeah, so we originated. Can get the coming in. Exactly. And that actually originated in Russia, believe it or not. Oh. Mm-hmm. So that's one of their superstitions. Yep. That made it to us. Yep. Um, one of the ones <laughs> Okay, now you don't pick it, man. I think I've told you this before, but I'm not sure. But okay. I they say Black cats, some people say black cats are good luck. A lot of people say they aren't. But they say if a black cat crosses your path, that's bad luck. Well, I can be 10 miles and see a black cat going across the street and not even actually go across the street, but go midway and turn around Uh and ground putting my X's on my window. I put um, seven X's on my windshield and one for good luck because... I don't know. I, that's the superstition that I believe in. And, and it'd be so funny because Jojo would be like, Holly, there was some white on that cat. It wasn't yeah. solid black. I said, I do not care. It was a black cat. I'm putting my X's anyway. <laughs> and on my on my windshield, you can see fingerprints of X's all on my, all my windshield. That's funny. Now, do you know that actually in history, that was in many cultures, that was regarded as good luck and not bad luck? If a, oh, not, really? Yeah. wonder who brought it to bad luck then. I don't know. They they were saying, I think it's more in the Middle Ages is what they were saying, that black cats started getting a bad rap in the Middle Ages because they were associated with like witchcraft. And oh, they were, they were actually viewed like demons is what they said. Oh, so they just got a bad rap. Yeah. They said that it, it started going around, but if a black cat crossed your path they were blocking your connection to god and your path to heaven oh my god now, i don't know who started the whole x like when you see them mark a black mark a x if you see them but i guess they were saying yeah, cross out the bad luck started that either i just always knew about it but I, I don't know i have no idea who started the x thing i know that's crazy ain't it that is um now crossing your fingers do you ever cross your fingers uh, if I'm telling a little white life, I'm like, it's, it's, it's Jojo asked me something and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I promise, I promise. And then when she'll call me out on the, I'll say, no, I don't count because I have my fingers crossed. 
how funny. But that superstition started like pre-Christian days when crosses were the symbol of power and unity. And people believed there was power in the in the middle area like crossing your fingers. So they would cross their fingers and make a wish. Or like you said, cross your fingers and tell a lie. I don't know how in the hell that works. Just because you cross a finger and tell a lie, that's supposed to protect you from the lie. I know, right? It's still a damn lie. It is. It's still a lie. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it is. Um, oh, now here's one that I I do still to this day. I follow it dead on, and it's if you find a penny on heads, pick it up, and it's good luck. But if it's on tails, you leave that shit alone. Right. And I will if I see a penny on heads, I'll pick it up all day in a heartbeat and be in the best mood. But mm -hmm. you let me see one on tails, my ass just walks right by it. Mm -mm. Now, see, I that's one of those ones up. that, like, I, I'll sit there and say, oh, I don't believe in superstitions, but let me, if I see a penny, I'm like, uh-uh, no, pick it. Is it on heads? Uh-uh, leave it alone. You know, if it's not on heads, leave it alone. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so that was actually in the older civilizations is where that come to pass. And they believed that finding any metal on the ground was a gift from the gods. You know what I'm saying? But some people Whether head or like, tails? Whether heads or tails. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, some people thought it to bring good luck, while others thought it to bring bad. But either way, I think that's the reason. Like some people was like, "Oh, that's good luck," and some people said, "Oh, that's bad luck." And then somebody probably popped up and said, "Well, it's only bad luck if it's on he if it's on <laughs> you know." So that's so probably, they just added to it. Yeah, they just added to it. That's you know, because stuff like that. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I think to myself, how did this stuff travel around before the internet? You know, before yeah. how did it go viral, basically, you think it was anciently viral. I don't know how that happened, but it did, you know, and it just spread around. And here it is still today in our ages, still living, you know. Yeah, living. but, you know, it, it kind of goes neck and neck with like, let's just say Sally Sue broke her pinky toe on Monday. Well, by uh -huh. the end of the week, when it gets to us, she's going to be in a whole damn body cast. Exactly. So it's, it's adding live going from one ear to the next ear to the next ear to the next ear. Exactly. But that's, that is weird how viral stuff went with no internet. With no internet. That's right. Now, Friday the 13th. Do you go out on Friday the 13th or do you think that's a, a bad day or bad omen? I love Friday the 13th. I welcome mm -hmm. Friday the 13th. I don't believe anything bad happens. I don't believe in superstition. I just love that there's occasionally a Friday 13th and mm -hmm. it gets me in like spooky mood where I want to watch scary movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I go out and about on Friday the 13th. Yeah, me too. Now, do you know how that originally started? It wasn't from the movie? Uh-uh. No? No. Judas, which was one of Jesus' disciples, was the 13th guest to arrive at the Last Supper. And Friday was believed to be the day that Jesus was crucified. So they always marked Friday the 13th ever since Jesus' day as a bad day. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah, because Judas was the disciple that betrayed Jesus, and he was the thirteenth yes, one to show up right. as the guest. Yep. So they always—that's how Friday the Thirteenth originated. Was back in biblical days. Wow! Oh my God! It's that's crazy. so neat to know. Uh -huh. Um, another one that I do follow, um, still to this day, is if you're talking about something and you don't want to jinx yourself, just say "knock on wood." Yes. And, and I'll do it. I'll be talking. And I'll say, oh, Lord, I was like, let me knock on wood. If I, ain't, if I don't have wood, I knock on my head, even though that's not wood. 
but I've always done that. If I don't have wood, it, it's knocking my noggin. But I do believe in that. I'm like, okay, I don't want any bad luck. Let me knock on that wood. Let me knock on wood. And that actually started from the ancient pagans. Uh, they used to think that there was like uh, spirits living in the trees. So knocking on the trunk would summon them for protection. And it was also used as a gesture to thank them when something good happened. Oh, so I like mm -hmm. that. I like the story behind that. You like that? Pagans believed in the devil. Well, no, not that, but like thanking like <laughs> the spirits for like protecting you and stuff. But I never knew that that's how that originated. I had no idea yep, that that's, that's where it how came it, from. Yep, that's how it started. That's what they say. Um, now, what about wishing on a shooting star? Do you believe in that? Have you ever done that? I wish on every time I see a shooting star, I wish on it. Have any of my dreams came true? Not really. But I won't see one and not wish. Whether okay. it is legit or not. Right. Um, it's just, I don't know. That's just what you do when you see a shooting star. You're like, oh, because you don't see them that often, you know? No. But I, I do. I wish on them every time I see one. I haven't seen one in a very, very long time. Me either. And that started back in the first century. A philosopher called Ptolemy or whatever. It was actually back when meteor, meteors occurred. And he he spread it that the gods were looking down and paying attention to Earth and sending, sending pelting wishes out to people to give. So that's how they started out wishing on a star, shooting star. Oh, I like that. I didn't know the backstory behind it yet. Um, now, here's one that um i do believe in why i don't know because i don't understand why it's bad luck but never open an umbrella inside the house yeah i've, I've never that done one. that i've always been too scared to do it mm -hmm. i've heard of that one and i actually like you said that's one of the things that i'll tell people don't open that umbrella in here yeah but, even though like i said i'm not much for really believing something bad will happen um right but the ancient Egyptians had started that. Um, and they they also had said, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but they had said that it that it was the same thing. It was offensive to open an umbrella on a sunny day. Have you ever heard that? Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. If you, if you, <coughs> basically they were saying if it's a pretty day or if it's inside, basically if you didn't technically need it and you opened it, it was a bad omen. It was a bad luck. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I just always heard just never do it, but never heard it. It was really bad luck on a sunny day. It's bad luck on a sunny day, too. But I'm sitting there thinking, I go to football games, and you'll see everybody out there at the football game with umbrellas. You know yeah, because the like, sun's beating down on you, you know? And yep. then when you go to the beach, yep. you got the umbrellas out. So <laughs> I use one at the beach all the time. <laughs> yeah, so I, that's, yeah, that can't be, like, for, for real on that one. I what about, um, and I, I don't walk under them. Have I walked under it? Yes, I have, but I try not to. But they say walking under a ladder mm -hmm. can bring you bad luck. That's what I've heard. And I, I'm like I'm like everybody else. I've avoided doing that. If I see an open ladder, I'll walk around it or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that actually had a, a morbid beginning because in medieval times, ladders was associated with the gallows where people would like hang themselves in between a ladder. Oh, God. Yeah. And if a person made the mistake of walking <laughs> under the ladder, 
they were actually believed to be facing their own death by hanging in the near future. There was a belief that because people were hanged at the top of the ladder, the area underneath was haunted. Ooh, and see, so mine wasn't really for bad luck. Mine was, I was scared to like, they would fall on, fall on me or, or something like that, or I would get hit in the head with something. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I that was like morbid. That. Yeah, it was. That was. That was like That's bad. crazy. So I've never actually heard of this one, but I thought it was interesting. We've all heard of like a doppelganger, and everybody says, and I, I might say it wrong, Dop, doppelganger, doppelganger, I don't know Doppelganger. What but that's your how you said it was right. Right. But that's basically your twin on earth. You know what I'm saying? There's they always say we always have somebody out there that looks just like us. You know what I'm saying? I know. I wonder if that's really true though. I don't know. I mean, I imagine. But this superstition says some people believe that if you see your doppelganger, like if you actually meet them. It's it's actually been in the Germans believed that it was called your double walker, and it meant that it was evil, but that there was that you there was one of you that was good and one of you that was bad, and that it meant death. Bridget, we're sitting here talking about superstitions, and I don't know if you can hear that or not, but something just fell on my floor. And not only that, something passed behind you. Did Jason walk behind you? Bridget, stop. No, I'm really. I'm window. Honest to God, something just walked behind you. Bridget. It passed by just like from here to here. From from this side of here over crossed. The, 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 the hairs on the back of my neck are standing up. They should be. Are you for real? Yeah, when I heard that noise, it went. You're going to have to find that on the clip and send it to me. I will. Oh, my God. I don't even know what fell. I'm too scared to get up. I would be, too. Oh, my God. Who would have thought a show about superstitions would freak me out? We might have woke up some evil spirits talking about this stuff. Oh my God, we played the Ouija board the other night. But it's not in the house, it's outside. And that's where I saw it at. Whatever's out there is outside. Bridget! <laughs> what? Can somebody see through your window? Probably because I got this fluorescent neon light on. And it's lighting everything up. Uh-huh. Are you not are you home alone? No. Jason and Jojo's here. Thank God. Oh my God. Okay. So what was the last one we just said? Oh my God. Uh there it went again. Bridget, it's, are you for real? I'm fucking with you. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was about to holler for Jason. And not to take the trash out because he already fucking took it out. Oh, my God. I had to get you going, though. I really did. I, I will tell you, like, this is no lie. I'm not. I'm a little bit. Well, 
I'm a little bit of a gullible person. My wife picks at me sometimes and tells me I'm I'm too gullible. But I'm more gullible when it comes to like scary things like this because I do believe <laughs> in like ghosts and stuff. Uh-huh. And you you did that with a straight face, and I'm sitting here thinking, who is on my porch? I can't who do it with a straight face. Porch? I'm just that fucking good. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, you are. Yes, you are. Oh I was going to keep it going, but I thought you was going to be like, I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> no, I was just about to holler for Jason and tell him to go check the porch because I wasn't doing it. And then I started hearing clicking and I forgot the hermit crabs are behind me in this window because I, I got bay windows on the front of my house. Yeah. So I got two, one on one on each side. And so in the bay window on this side behind me are the hermit crabs. And you know, at nighttime, them fuckers get loud and it startled me a second ago and I was like, Somebody tapped on the window. I was like, "No, it's probably Caddy because she's a bitch. She's the mean one." That was funny. I had you going for a second. Oh, uh, you did. You you really did. I, I I hope y'all thought that was entertaining because she had me scared because I was like, maybe she's seeing my bun. And I was like, no, because if somebody does walk, you could see a shadow right through there. Yeah. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That gave me the heebie babies. Now, what about birthday candles on a on a cake? Like people blowing out the candles? Do you? I mean, we all do that. I think everybody does that. Yeah, I've heard that. Like they say, in order for your wish to come true, you had to blow all your candles out in in one blow. Uh-huh. That if you don't get them out, then it doesn't count. Well, supposedly that started with the ancient Greeks. Um, they would bake cakes, top them with candles, and ask Artemis. It's it's an Artemis, the god named Artemis, which is the mood god for a favor. And the smoke from the extinguished candles was believed to carry the message up to the the moon god Artemis. Oh, Artemis, to make your wish come and true. And make your wish come true. Mm-hmm. Oh, I ain't never got my million books. Me either, girl. Damn or it. My, um. Or my fucking Ferrari. I ain't got that either. <laughs> my brother loves uh, for, for, for how you say it? Ferrari. <laughs> Dang. Ferrari and Lamborghinis. Fiori. It's the Fiori. Um, now, you've heard me talk about this one. And I will, too. This is out of any superstition. I say this is my probably number one that I believe in. And it's if you've had a bad dream, you don't tell that bad dream unless you ate something. Because I say if you don't eat anything and you tell that bad dream, it could possibly come true. Mm, yeah, and I had never heard that until you told me that, and I don't know the history behind that, but that is Heather, uh, wifey, she she had never heard of it until I had told her about it, and now she follows through with it, too, because she'll call me, she'll be like, oh, wait, let me put a piece of bread or something in my mouth, and then she'll tell me her dream, but uh, Tammy does it, too, JoJo now does it. Um, Jason, it don't matter with him. He don't believe in stuff like that, but I, I definitely believe in that one. How funny. That is funny. It yeah, is. I, ne- I never heard of it until you said it, basically. And you know, something else. For some reason, my nose is itching, and that's the superstition. If your nose is itching, somebody's talking about you. It's probably that person across by your window outside. Oh, Lord, Bridget. Oh, my God. <laughs> you going to make me move my podcast. I'm going to have to find me another setup. <laughs> I think I'm going to maybe move it this way and put it in front of my hutch so I ain't right there at this window. Because I, I, I don't know. I picture somebody right now just breaking through the window and grabbing you and pulling you through it. 
Jesus Christ. And all I got is the alcohol ink marker that I can only stab them with. <laughs> and that's not going to do much. And that looks like but, a Windsor and Newton, so it ain't going to do much. Yeah, it definitely isn't. But do you know that, I don't know if this is considered a superstition or not, and tell me if you've heard of it, but good Lord, somebody's talking about me. But anyway, um, I get this from my dad, but my dad could never see it with his back towards the door. And I can't do that either. When, yeah, when we go into restaurants, uh -huh. if the you walk in and the door is here, uh -huh. I can't be sitting in a booth where my I have to be this way looking at the door. Yeah, I think it's a superstition too. But I also think that's because he was a cop. See, I was about to say, I wonder if that had anything to do with him being a cop and working, yeah. you know, in the prison and stuff like that. Yeah, I think he just didn't want to. Like, in other words, you got to be aware, and he just probably didn't want to face any, you know, like, be he wanted to be facing whatever could possibly come and in. And know where your exits are, too, in case shit yeah. won't lose. Yeah, like a plane. Know where your exits are. So, there was another one. It was bringing an old dishcloth to a new home. Like, in other words, if you had a dishcloth that you used in one house, you're supposed to throw it away and buy all new dishcloths. Have you ever heard of that one? Uh-huh, I've got that wrote down. Bringing an old dish rag to a new home was bad luck. Yep. And that actually started in America. They, the old American superstition um, they, th that all cleaning cloths and dishcloths are supposed to be burned before moving into a new home so you wouldn't bring any of the bad luck that you had wiped up from the old place. I mean, you're just taking a shower unless, you know, kill somebody and you use that particular time. I think that's just I said a, a dishcloth, not shit. a washcloth. Uh-huh. I said a dishcloth, not a washcloth. Oh, no, no, but you said that it was a rule when you got in the house to burn all your towels anyway. Cleaning like, cloths. Oh, cleaning cloths. I don't believe that. I think that's just a way for people to get new shit. <laughs> so you think that was actually started by a dishcloth company? <laughs> was it? Oh, no. oh, no. <laughs> yeah, well, I bet that? they were the ones who come up with it. I bet they you anything. Did. They probably did. Um. Do you believe this? And I really do. And a lot of people that I know, well, everybody, honestly, that I know definitely believes in this. So you may actually too, but bad things happen in threes. That's what I've heard. Yeah. And and I have noticed, I, I will say that I have noticed in my own life that that happens. Um, but... Somebody had said that it's really, they chalk it up to coincidence because, think about this. Have you ever noticed, let's say, for instance, you want a certain car, you know what I'm saying, or you want a certain truck, and then all of a sudden you see that car and truck everywhere. Have you noticed that? Yes. Okay, well, they're saying that it goes along with that same theory that it's really not bad things happening in three. It's just like something bad happened, and then when something else happens, you think about that first thing that happened. You're like, and then the next thing happens, you think about the last two. It, we all have good and bad happen to us all the time, but when something really bad happens, we chalk it up to connecting to that first bad thing that happened. And so we say, oh, no, it's going to happen in threes. Well, you know what mine is like? I'm... I've never seen like the bad things happen in three, but I've seen deaths of three. Yeah. When you hear about one person passing away, you usually know there's two more coming. So you wouldn't consider that bad things happening? No, I mean, yeah, but I mean like <laughs> bad things as in like incidents and stuff bad like luck. that. 
but I've always heard of like people passing away it comes in threes and yeah. I've never known that to not be true every time yeah. I hear about somebody passing away you know a couple of days later you hear somebody else and then with another week you've heard about the third person like when Betty White died I wish I could remember the two other people that, that passed away when she did and it's like it travels in threes it's weird <clears throat> right now have, do you believe in horseshoes being good luck? I mean, I don't think they're bad luck. And it's funny that you said that because I was cleaning out. Because, you know, I live in our family home. And, you know, the excuse me, the house I grew up in. And so when my mom passed away, she left me the house. Well, I was cleaning out the hall closet in here in the living room. And I was going through some things. And there was an old horseshoe. Uh -huh. And I remember that growing up because mom and daddy, it's been all around this house, hanging on the wall in the kitchen, the wall in the bedroom, the wall in the living room. Like, it's always been hung up around this house somewhere. And I found it, and I was like, oh, I should throw that away. And I went to throw it out, and I was like, no, horseshoes are supposed to be good luck. I'll just keep it and just put it back in the closet. So, I, so even though I don't have it hanging up, I didn't want to get rid of it. Right. So, let me tell you the story behind this, okay? Ooh. It's very interesting, okay? They're, they're considered to be symbols of good luck because of a Christian story in the 10th century about St. Dunstan. He was a blacksmith who was approached by the devil in disguise, and the devil wanted to put shoes on his horse, but Dunstan saw through the disguise and put the shoes on the devil's feet instead, the horseshoes on his feet instead. Dunstan then agreed to the devil he would remove the shoes only if the devil agreed never to return to his home with a horse or never return to enter a home, period, with a horseshoe hanging on its door. So now it become customary to hang a horseshoe with seven nails above your door, but there was a debate whether it should be hung with the ends pointed up so the shoe catches luck that comes down or to hang it down so that the shoe pours luck into everyone passes in the doorway. Oh. Mm-hmm. What? I yep. never knew that. So supposedly if you hang a horseshoe above your door with seven nails, it's supposed to keep the devil out of your home. He agrees not to enter your home. So God, you need to get that damn horseshoe up. I ain't like, you know, this probably falls in with superstitions too. Like, I love elephants, and my dad loved elephants too, so I must get that from him. And I'll never forget, he had this golden elephant. It wasn't big, just, just a little one. Uh -huh. And I remember any time I dusted and did chores and stuff, when I would dust it, the butt had to always be facing the door. Huh. And I was always told that if you have an elephant, the butt has to face the door or you'll lose money and it'll bring bad luck. And I have other elephant statues, and outer asses are towards the door. How funny. I've never heard of that. Yeah. That's one I've never heard of. And I didn't even write that one down. It just came to mind when you were talking about the about the horseshoe. I totally forgot about that. Huh. Yep. Um, do you do the one um, that is, so like on, they say on New Year's Day, that you never wash clothes on New Year's Day because someone will pass away. Yeah, they say that it'll wash that person out of your life or wash them yeah. out of your life. 
No, but and I've never I've never did the whole traditional New Year's dinner where you, it's like pork and cabbage and I can't and like uh, black eyed peas. peas and, yeah. I think maybe Nothing. once in my life maybe we've done that, but pretty much I mean we just cook whatever. Have you yeah, ever like, washed clothes on New Year's Day? Oh yeah, you have. Yeah. Now I will tell you, every time I've done it, I've lost somebody within a month of that. No, uh. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> uh, girl, I was going to say, now, don't be wash your clothes this New Year's all day now. Okay? I keep fucking with you today, don't I? I, I have got the heebie-jeebies really bad. <laughs> I do. I've got them so bad. Uh-huh. Well, okay, so there's another sus- uh, suspicion. I don't know if you play poker or not or if you play cards, but it's called the dead man's hand, and it's aces and eights. Have you ever heard of that? No, I do play. I mean, I haven't played forever, but I have played poker. Yeah, if you have a hand, if you have a hand and it's got aces and eights in it, both of them combined, if you're dealt two pair of aces and two pair of eights, okay, and they're black, black eights and black aces, that's considered the dead man's hand, okay, regardless of the fifth card, it doesn't matter what it is. And it got its name because, according to legend, they were held by Wild Bill Hickok. And then he was murdered in the old west in eighteen seventy six over a poker game. So they cut and he had aces and, and aces that's what was in his hand. Yes. Oh my God. So they call it the dead man's hand. So they say if you ever get that, that death is looming around you. It, whether you so or like, somebody you know. Oh, like meaning they're gonna get murdered or they could just die. Either they could get murdered or died, or somebody close to them can get murdered or died soon. Dang. Why did they murder him? Did he owe money or something? Or probably he might have just been winning at poker and somebody didn't like it, so they killed his damn ass. But they snuffed his ass. That's right. Dang. Um, here's one that I guess you could say I follow. Which I mean, I don't really do this anyway. Um, because I I vacuum everything and I have one of those sweepers with the the handheld dustpan, like stand-up dustpans. Uh-huh. But they say that you're not supposed to sweep dirt outside of your house when it gets dark. And my mama always that. told me that, too. I never heard of that. Yeah. Now I'm going to go in there to sweep and put some damn dirt outside and see what happens. I, oh, my God, no. Don't do that. <laughs> and you home with just Ruru, no. There, I seen that thing pass behind you again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, she's creeping me, El Dante. El Dante Alto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bridget, please tell me that you got some feedback on the breaking mirror. Bring seven years bad luck. Let's see. Yes, I do. Because I do believe in that. And it was so funny because Jason, one year for Christmas, bought me this. It was called the uh, I Home. And uh-huh. the what? Listen. it was called the I home and it was a mirror and it uh-huh. lit up and it had a speaker on it where you could connect your phone and play music too. Uh-huh. And it and I would use it to put my makeup on and stuff. And Jojo had dropped it and broke it. And she was like, Oh my god, I broke your mirror. I was like, That's your seven years bad luck, not mine. That's I right. Like, my mirror, I was like, But but you broke it. Yeah, well, where that started at was the ancient Romans. They believed that mirrors held pieces of your soul. And it was coupled with the myth that your body renews itself every seven years. 
So that started fueling the superstition that breaking a mirror means you're damning your soul for seven years of bad luck until your body renews. Really? Mm-hmm. Now, do you believe in that or no? No. And what, no. And what's interesting, though, now, my best friend Shelly here the other day at Thanksgiving, we do Thanksgiving together, and she was, she had some, oh, she had candied yams on her plate, which I did not know this, but candied yams are just sweet potatoes. That's all they are. And so she was eating them and she said, Bridget, have you ever tried these? And I said, no, they're orange. Uh Uh-uh. And she goes, you really just need to try them. And I'm like, I'm not. And she said, I'm telling you, Bridget, she said, because your taste buds change every seven years. Yes, they do. I've heard of that. So that would go along with this particular uh superstition that your soul renews itself every seven years but she had told me that and i was like well i don't know because i've never tasted a a a yam and i've never tasted a uh sweet potato and i don't want to and she goes but you need to try it i'm like "Uh -uh. no you didn't try it no hell no you want to know what's so funny what um when andrew was with us over the holiday and we were, and I didn't say nothing, nothing about you or anything. And we were talking about um, sweet potatoes and stuff. And Andrew was like, uh-uh. He was like, it, he's like, a potato should not be orange. That's I was right. like, oh my God. I was like, Bridget says the same thing. But yeah. I think when he was here, he tried, I'm going to have to check, but I swear I think he tried the sweet potato souffle that Tammy made. And I think he liked it. Um, but yeah, he says the same thing that you, you do that, um, potatoes or vegetables, um, shouldn't be orange, but carrots are. I, I, well, carrots, carrots are. are supposed to be cause it's a vegetable. It's, it's a vegetable, but a potato is not supposed to be. You see, I think some people have a color and a consistency when it comes to food. Like Texture. food has to look a certain way and taste yeah. and feel a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. Because me and Joanne about, um, I've always wanted to try rice pudding because it just looks good. And so we were at the grocery store and they had a little four pack. And I was like, you want to get it and try it? If we don't like it, we'll just throw it out. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. It, I, I don't even know how to describe the taste. It was like maggots. And it was oh. like, you should not feel this in pudding. We'll come to find out. It had um, maggots in it? No. No. Thank God. <laughs> but, um, Heather that worked the my other Heather that works with me, she said that that's not how rice pudding should taste. She said you're supposed to mush it. It's oh. almost like it's mushy pudding. It's you shouldn't feel the grain of rice in your mouth. Oh. And I couldn't handle it. Oh, it was horrible. Oh, that sounds gross, friend. It was. Um. Oh, I've got one. Um, that I've always heard, um, but I, I don't know if it's true because I hadn't really paid attention to it, but they say when a broom falls, that company's coming, good or bad. I've never heard that. Mm-hmm. Oh. When a broom falls for no reason, company's coming, good or bad. Well, why would a broom fall? Because them damn things can stand up on their own. I know, right? So how do they just fall down like that? Oh. And I've had that happen. I just, and, and it's so funny because when, I, when every time it does happen, I'll get all serious and I'll say, company's coming. <laughs> company's coming. That's about lock your fucking doors because it's usually somebody that needs something. 
Yeah, exactly. Okay, so what about spilling the salt? Have you ever heard of that one? Yes, they said when you spill salt, you're supposed to throw some over your right shoulder. Shoulder, uh-huh. Do you have a story behind that? Yes, I do. Basically, oh, do people tell. were saying... I would love to know that. Yep, they said that it was bad luck to spill the salt. But the simple explanation is basically salt has always been considered back in the old days an expensive trading commodity. So if you spilled it, it was just they considered it wasteful and bad luck. And they also, some people considered salt to have a magical substance, like in the ancient times, where oh. and they performed rituals with them. Like, in other words, if you were doing, like, witchcraft and things like that, they would use salt. And spilling it meant you were inviting the devil in. So they got to where they would say, you know, take it and throw it over your right shoulder, and that cancels that oh, out. Oh, wow. The only thing that I've heard, um, I never knew why, I just knew it was bad luck. Uh -huh. And then even when I cook and I use salt, but when I do it, I throw it over my left and my right because I have time I can't remember which shoulder, so I might fuck it there. Double good luck. <laughs> but um, I do know that, um, like you said, with rituals, like when people especially play like the Ouija board, mm -hmm. you're supposed to be in a protective circle and they recommend you do a whole circle of nothing but salt. Right. And you inside that circle because it's supposed to ward off the evil spirits from getting exactly. in and stuff. Yeah. They'll they'll come in the room around you, but not to you where the Ouija board is. Yeah, where where they can um hurt you. Yeah. Um now, have you ever heard of this one? It says never toast a cheer with water in your cup because if you do it means you're wishing death or bad luck upon someone. Yep. I've never heard of that. I had never heard of it either, but I did see it. And they were saying that the ancient Greeks would only toast with water to honor the dead. So in ancient Greek times, oh. they would toast with water and that was supposed to honor the dead. And so that's how the myth started that the because the dead drank from River Leth or whatever in the underworld. And that's where they left their corpses behind. So toasting really? that. Yep. They said toast and tradition evolved over time to a superstition that you're wishing luck or death upon someone when you cheer with water. Wow. That we're wishing bad luck or death. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I'd never heard of that. And you know, it's crazy because we've always had like if you do like uh celebrating somebody graduating school or this and this and this, yeah. everybody's toast. Some people have water, some people have drink some people have alcohol so i'm probably guilty of toasting with water before yeah and as a matter of fact when me and uh jojo went to applebee's a couple of weeks ago um my cup was did, did i have a cup of water i think so i had a cup of water and she had sweet tea yeah, mm -hmm. and we we she wanted to do a cheers, and we did cheers, but I wasn't wishing nothing on nobody. Well, you uh -uh. got some bad luck coming, girl. Right, like heck no. Yeah, that was fun though. Like I, the only other one that I got down, but it can be one or two things. Like they'll say if your nose itches, somebody's talking about you. But also they say when your ears itch, somebody's talking about you as well. Yeah, I always so, heard if your nose itch, somebody's coming. If your ears itch, somebody's talking about you. And if your palms itch, you got money on the way. Oh, then maybe I've got it backwards. So maybe nobody was talking about me. Somebody's coming to see me. Yeah. But in a good way or a bad way? Who knows? It could be either. It could be that person behind you. 
keeps passing in front of the window. Girl, uh-uh. For real, it doesn't say if, if it, it doesn't say what type of company's coming? Uh-uh. Dang. It's probably that scary thing behind you with them long arms <laughs> and legs. Uh, <laughs> I really hope y'all have enjoyed this podcast because yeah. tonight she has creeped me the fuck out. Yeah, but I, did. I do want to say, y'all, Bridget is going to tell y'all about our two series that we are going on, and we need your help with it. Yes. So our first one is confessions. If you have a confession, y'all need to write in and give it to us, and you'll always remain anonymous. Or if you have a question, okay? If you have a question, we want you to ask us because we're doing a series called Ask Bridget and Holly. And y'all, there's a third series that we want you to consider, and that is settle the argument. If you are having an argument with somebody you know and you don't know who's right, send your question in and we'll help you settle that argument. Yes, it could be with your husband, your best friend. It could be with your kids, your boss, your co-workers. Yep. Your yeah. animals. Your animals. Yep. Settle the, we'll settle the argument. You can ask us a question or you can just confess something that you want to get off your chest. But we exactly. need your confessions, questions, and arguments. We need those. Yes, you so can email us at Bridget. Exactly. You can email us at Bridget and Holly at gmail.com and we will get those. Yes. Well, is there do we have any more advice or any more superstitions that we'd like to share? No, just make sure you don't do the things we said don't do. Yes. And don't forget, if you have not yet subscribed, please subscribe. Click the notification bell. We hope y'all enjoyed this amazing, wonderful, spooky, weird episode of Superstitions. And until then, we'll see y'all on the next podcast. Bye, y'all. Bye.